Howdy everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose, and I do this thing every now and again. And um, yeah, I'm popping back on. It's been a few weeks since I last uploaded this podcast, so um, as always, thank you to everyone who still listens to this, even though I do it once every few months so um i don't know just like felt right to come back on and do it so here i am but yeah my life has just like been insane like i'm changing things roughing things up a little bit and um i don't know i'm not like on this like self-help craze but even when i say that i don't want to like just get on that that vibe of like tearing down things whatever it's happening I like very much identify with the woman um Annette Bettings or what's her name Annette Benning um her character in American Beauty (laughs) I don't know I feel like um in all like the film criticism that I've read about the the movie I don't know nobody ever talks about her character like they do and in a way that like talks about like the domestic life and all that stuff but um I feel like everybody's always rooting for Kevin Spacey's character to kind of like reinvent his life and do all this whatever the hell but I think she's actually the most interesting character because she is kind of building her life up to be um like a powerful career woman and dealing with her husband who's like going off the rails and um she's like holding it down and when she does or when she listens to that like self-help tape and is kind of going a little nuts um it seems like desperate i guess but at the same time they're like both on this journey to like reinvent themselves and like change their lives and she kind of does it in this like stereotypical way way while he like does it way more drastically by you know working out and smoking weed and falling in love with the underage girl but whatever um (laughs) I don't know I just like I really love there's so many scenes like she has like the best performance in that film like for example when she's trying to like sell this house and everyone's just being like a dick to her and she's literally like scrubbing down the windows you know making sure that everything is right vacuuming whatever like I love that shot of her vacuuming the floor with like her heels on and just like amping herself up to sell this property and um just kind of like doing everything the right way and she still gets shot down and I don't know I'm not like literally comparing my life to her but I don't know I'm like already on this tangent but I just think she's like a brilliant character and um that scene where she like falls into her husband's clothing towards the end I won't spoil it if you haven't seen the film but I'm sure many of you have like it just like broke my heart because she kind of came to this realization um realization of like these past memories and I don't know so beautiful love her work love her so anyways happy halloween time we're about to hit halloween i think it's next week and um 
yeah, I don't know. I love the season. I love how dark it is and how Halloween kind of like inspires people to, um, I don't know, just like be nerds or whatever. Does that sound like annoying? I guess I love when people dress up and like reference these things that they love in their life. And especially now when we're at a time where kind of like nostalgia is in and references are being made left and right. And, um, you know, no longer is it just like a, sh- a white sheet or like a cowboy, like for a costume, like you're referencing these like obscure films or um, characters. And I just love it. I think it's like such a creative time. Um, and it's like one of my favorite holidays. So I thought I would center the podcast around some good tunes and um, some thoughts about some of my favorite films of the cult horror genre. And yeah. So before I ramble on too much, um, I want to get into a song to set the mood. Uh, This is from 1986 by Tiny Meat. And I can't believe, well, I don't know. I'm trying to remember where I found this song. There's some like 8-tracks user who I used to like get all these playlists from and it was amazing. But I found this on there and it's called Devilcock and it's super cool so let's get into it
All right, welcome back. That was Princess Tiny Meat with uh, Devil Cock from 1986. I, don't I think I fugged up the name on the first part, so don't hate me. But um, yeah, I think it was an Irish band. And yeah, pretty punk rock. Love it. Super good. So yeah, speaking of spooky, scary, terrible um, this whole Harvey Weinstein thing is just, like, ridiculous. I think I just read an article. It's over 100 or maybe 200 women who have come out and, like, said this guy had sexually harassed them slash assaulted them. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go into too much, like, backstory explaining this because if you know it, if you're listening to this now, like, you're going to know what I'm talking about. But it's just, like, so cringeworthy to hear that so many women have gone through experiences with this guy and so many other women are coming up about different people in the industry. And, yeah, like, a part of me, honestly, like... I don't know it's like confusing to me but I understand at the same time how it's just so crazy how so many people could be affected and even though there are like rumors like coming in and out about this dude like nothing had happened or nothing was spoken of like I don't know maybe like people were saved by these like female celebrities like telling their friends like yeah I don't work with him or like yeah I don't have a private meeting with him but it's just fucked just know that like regardless of that like that small intention that so many people were affected by this um barf bag of a human being so i don't know it's like i have these feelings and i hope that this stuff like will actually change the industry not only in filmmaking but any like artist field where there isn't like an hr department or i don't know like i don't want to be dismal about it and not believe that things will change but i just want everybody to be more like punk rock and just to fight against it and like warn each other and i've like been in similar experiences where like things have happened to me and I've had people come up to me after being like, oh, yeah, like, I heard this guy was, like, he'd done that to other people, but, like, you seem happy. And, like, I try my best to not be, like, upset when I hear that information because I know, like, it's the culture that we live in where, like, people can't out others because they don't want to be seen as, like, shit starters or they don't want to, um, they just, like, don't know, quote, unquote, like, the facts of what's happening, but... I just hope that one day there will be like this radical like rebellion against these kind of like hierarchies in art and film and um, while you're on set and just in general in real life you know like being on the bus and not being harassed by somebody you know like I just hope that one day like we'll be past this um, and it's kind of encouraging though to see like people in my sphere being more supportive about it and talking about it and hopefully it could just like be out there and like i don't know but just like sometimes being aggressive and like saying fuck you to the person or like putting yourself out online is just like super exhausting and i get it so not to be a downer but that shit's been really pissing me off so 
fuck that dude anyways <laughs> i did want to level that off though with like some good news about good things that are happening um i don't know if you guys have been watching american horror story and i'm not gonna go into it like it's crazy and interesting um this season is about like post-election world and cults and i don't know it's like too soon yet too far away like it's a little cringeworthy but it's also just you know like i'm watching it like i'm i'm engaging so you know that's that but ryan murphy has been doing some really amazing things he's a producer of american horror story for those who don't know and he's done so many great series um he started off with glee back in the day but he is just like taken over tv um he did feud with jessica lang and susan sarandon amazing show i kind of got a little salty that it like um was it the emmys it got snubbed like in every category except for like hair and maybe something else but um he did american crime story the people versus oj which i thought was really beautifully done um he's making a new series um about gianni uh versace um he's going to do a series american crime series about hurricane katrina and what went down or you know what did not go down and i heard that he was casting for like a princess diana film as well or um, a series so he's on it but there was some news that came out today actually that i saw um he is producing a series called pose and um it's like already making history it's just a pilot so far but it's set in 1980s new york city and it has five trans actors um as series regular roles which is usually not a thing like usually they just come on to like um like a tv show as like a a topic or like a point of reference like they never actually get like a a role and the synopsis sound really cool so i want to share it um so far this is what they have it's about quote unquote the rise of the luxury trump era universe the downtown social and literary scene and the ball culture world um in 1980s new york so but yeah i hope it's like paris is burning um for those who have never seen that it's a documentary about ball culture in new york city in the 80s it's amazing i think like somebody uploaded on youtube and it's amazing quality so i'll i'll link it um in the show notes but yeah and there uh they're gonna be a bunch of trans directors and ryan murphy has this like film incentive um or sorry initiative where i think as of now like almost 75 percent of at least the writers or directors from american horror story are women don't quote me on that but um yeah i don't know these are good things you know this is like good territory to be in so i thought i'd just like throw that in there as something that i'm excited about and hopefully something that you guys are excited about so some good things to come (sighs) okay um yeah i can't tell how long i just rambled on for so we're gonna kick it to the next song here but um this one's interesting very very interesting um i've never played 
like religious music i don't think on this podcast before um but this is called mass emmanuel and this is by our friend our loved one sister irene o'connor um i like i don't know where this came from but um yeah i was looking at the album art for this song and it's like a nun playing an acoustic guitar from the 60s uh, with like fire behind her it looks like like a punk like collage cover like i thought it was a joke at first but homegirl got um a beat maker and she is showing christ it's like a psych i never knew there's like a psych um psychedelic christian pop thing that was happening so i'm into it and i'm gonna stop talking before i ruin it for you so here is Sister Irene O'Connor with Mass Emmanuel. Enjoy.
Emmanuel. Um, the whole album is pretty fire and it's on YouTube, so check it out. But I believe she's like Australian and um, yeah, interesting. Like, I love the drum beats and I definitely realized um, when I was listening to this album, like, how much I love organ music. And yeah, I don't like, I never, I grew up going to church for like a super long time and I know all the stuff all that she's talking about been there done that you know but um yeah something about the music was uh very calming as a child and just like dramatic so i fuck with it but um yeah um there's a couple other things that i want to talk about in this podcast um stranger things is coming out as reading a very interesting article i think it was on indiewire it was their review of the season because they got a sneak peek preview so by the time this is up the new season will probably be out and it was interesting they were talking about like how it's actually called stranger things 2 and not stranger things season 2 and they're trying to be like more of um enter like the film world like a movie world and it it was just kind of talking about like the politics of netflix and what their series are they're supposed to be more cinematic and whatnot so i don't know in the past i've kind of like knocked on stranger things um for various reasons but i've decided to like stop being sour about it and just enjoy it and um like, I have my criticisms, but they're just, like, it's just, like, my own head. Like, I don't force them upon anybody else, but I think it's, like, interesting, like, I kind of touched on before in this podcast, how nostalgia is very in, and more recently, it's been very in style for, like, filmmaking, and 
I feel like there are other projects such as like It Follows where, um, you know, the creators of that film, they take inspiration from like 80s films and they take inspiration from nostalgia and like weave in familiar concepts or familiar fears from horror films, but they don't like copy and paste just for um, like viewer satisfaction, you know? Um, and that was kind of like my my reasoning for like not fucking with Stranger Things. Cause I feel like it's a very like dangerous line to ta- like to walk on, um, because like you can throw in all the '80s references that you want, and it can get like some laughs. But like at the end of the day, is it like really contributing to your plot and your storyline? And I've kind of like come down from that like way of thinking, just because I feel like with filmmaking and shows, like there's so many different aspects to it, like the first season like the set design it was really nice you know like um and a lot of the acting was good like i don't know i'm just like over like knocking down things but at the same time it's going to be interesting because like now we're at this age and era where so many people have seen films like you no longer have to be like a film major or like a film connoisseur from like the 60s and whatnot to know all these obscure films like we grew up on 80s 90s films or like even like decom movies from disney channel and when we see that in like newer productions um or references to those films like it just makes us feel um like we're in on something and i really like that like i like that self-referential um way of communicating things it's like a shortcut um and yeah it feels cool so that'll be interesting to see how that goes um but yeah i don't know there are like a lot of halloween films that i like like i really love cult films um get out was amazing this past year i don't know if i even ever talked about it but it's like it's gotta do good in the oscars i just am rooting for it like hardcore um and I love It Follows, too. I felt like that was a really great film. But there's some other, like, cult films that I would recommend. Um, the first being The Craft <laughs> with Feruza Balk. Ugh. It's just, like, intensely amazing. And um, I love Halloween. I love Sleepy Hollow. Um, Children of the Corn is, like, terrible, but I love it. Like, I have to watch it every year. Um jawbreaker it's not quite like a halloween film but it's like a dark drama comedy um and then one recent one that i watched recently was the personal shopper with kristen stewart like that was pretty terrifying um and interesting as well so those are like my cult recommendations um but then also i love this time of the year because like you can really just get into film noir and um sorry (laughs) i'm just like stumbling upon myself uh i watched gilda recently with rita hayworth that's amazing and kind of shook me because like the guy in that film looked exactly like this guy that i saw and acted exactly like him so kind of like wrecked me but love it um i married a witch is great rebecca the hitchcock film is pretty good too and then whatever happened to baby Jane is just like pure genius. So yeah, those are my like short list recommendations. If you're 
trying to watch something. Um, so I'm pretty sure Halloween falls on a weekday this year, but yeah. But going back to what I was talking about earlier, actually, I was trying to think of like my love of Halloween and where it came from. And um, I swear to God, like it has something to do with like the Disney Channel original movies or DCOM as they were called. And if y'all are from mid 90s to like early 2000s, you know what I'm talking about. They did like every day. Or like every night, like at 7 p.m. if you're central time, like a brand new or like this rerun of like a Halloween movie. And I love that stuff. Like, um, what was the one with the woman from Sabrina? Um, it's like my mom, mom is dating a vampire or <laughs> mom's on a date with a vampire. Something like that. Like, I love that one. Um what else Halloween Town like I don't know I didn't vibe with it completely but like I appreciate it now and I feel like Smart House shouldn't be included in that list but um because it's like more of a summer film but I also love that one and then like Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps like I still rock those whenever I can like they're super degraded online if you ever find like an episode or two but oh they're so good but one of my favorites is hocus pocus and i heard that they are doing a remake but we're not even going to talk about that because it doesn't apply um <laughs> but yeah i just was thinking about that film and um how connected i felt to it and it's funny because as a child that was like my first impression of Sarah Jessica Parker and then after that it was like Sex in the City like I'd see her on the WB like at 10 p.m. when I'd like hide from my parents because me and my sister would watch it on our little ass TV um but there's something I don't know there's like a slight twinge of like sadness I find like on Halloween like there's so much tension and build up to Halloween like it's kind of a sexy holiday and it's like just dark and interesting but there's like a certain point when everybody goes home or like all the trick-or-cheaters by like 10 p.m. are like at home counting their candy and then it's just like the night that is left over you know like there's like the occasional like teenager on the bike like smashing your beloved pumpkin that you carved for like 10 hours but then it's like completely gone and I hate that about holidays how like the next day it just like evaporates you know like that anticipation and all like the memories and whatnot but that's kind of like what I felt with Hocus Pocus um it was supposed to be more of like a resolve but at the point in the film where they like defeat the witches and the sun rises and it's like a new day and yada yada like everything happens and um I don't know that like that point in that film is like super interesting to me and it always like stuck with me as a kid and I loved like the little um Thora Birch her character <laughs> I forgot her name yabos is that her line um <laughs> but i feel like with all holidays there's like that moment of like i don't know when things like 
change like immediately like if you've ever seen mysterious or mysterious skin um, by gregor rocky with joseph gordon levitt um and there's like a scene where it's like christmas eve and i don't want to give too much away but these two characters come together in this like a really intense moment where they find out about their past and it's like the whole image of that holiday just like turns to something completely different so I guess I'm not really looking forward to anything after Halloween <laughs> um, seasonally that is but I think it's important to pay tribute so I'm going to leave you with a song from Hocus Pocus. We're thrown in a soundtrack from there. Um, and this is a tribute to James Horner because uh, he was the composer, I believe, um, of this song. He unfortunately died in a plane accident, I just realized by researching him. So. A short life but this was performed by Sarah Jessica Parker um, and yeah this is Sarah's theme also known as come little children so hope you enjoy stay safe have fun and I'll see you soon bye <laughs>